My name is Daniel and this is the It Takes Time podcast, a podcast where I share my journey to a career, a life worth living and all the enjoyment, hardship and experiences along the way. Thank you for tuning in, subscribe on your selected platform and let's get into this. Welcome to episode five, Opinion. So today we're going to talk, oh I'm going to talk about um, opinions and um why caring about other people's perspectives of you is um, somewhat beneficial, but mostly detrimental. Um, and it's and I want to talk about like how not so much like that it's a bad thing, but like how we got to that point, and it kind of relates to attention. It kind of relates to other things, society, uh, but generally just something I've been thinking about um and a lot of the times like what I choose to talk about is as a direct result of things I talk to with some of my friends so um at least once a day I'll have a conversation with someone about something that's like somewhat of a um more deep-rooted conversation so yesterday it was about opinions and not decide like kind of deciding where you want to who you want to be and um how other people can affect that. So um I think for me opinions are I think now that I'm gone through a 3-year degree or like getting to the end of a 3-year degree in a humanity subject where there's a strong difference between opinion and critique. I think if you're opinionated, then you're like kind of you're giving your perspective on things. If you're critiquing something, you're challenging that opinion. Now, when someone gives you their opinion, they might actually just be giving you their critique, but they call it an opinion. And then you think that that opinion has validity because it's different to yours. But a critique not all not always has that sort of validity. It kind of has like it's just an an opinion, but against your opinion. It's not actually an opinion that adds value to the opinion that you had before. It just kind of like tears it apart. Uh, critiques can sometimes be good critiques, um, and um, it's a very fine line between opinion and critique. Opinion kind of a bit more fact or an emotional based and critique is just like using logic to undermine or prop up someone's opinion. So um, I think a lot of us get like advice about what we should do. Um, We get a lot of critique. I think one of the things I want to talk about and I'm very interested in like the human psychology. Um, So for example, my blog had a bit of a tiered process and any anyone who ever spoke to me about by blog knows about this tiered process because like I find it so interesting so before what I did was I posted posted the blog on medium then I posted the picture from the blog on Instagram now as a caption I had the title and then a short description and then underneath that it says where you could find blog so the first thing is does the person who's viewing it like the picture? Maybe they don't. 
do they like the caption? Okay, then they like the picture. Uh, then they double tap. Then are they interested in reading? Where do they find it? Then they go into the bio. Then they click the link in the bio. Then when they get onto the link in the bio, there's was at one point a couple of options where it was like I had it sit linked to a, a Linktree account, so it had a couple of different options on there. Then clicking the right one, then getting to the title again, a short description, picture, a quote, and then the... So, so for someone to read through the blog, it takes them, you know, a good two or three minutes to get there. And that was completely by design, because I wanted to know who was actually interested in what I had to write. Um, while I didn't actually care um, if anyone read it in the first place. Um, and I think this comes down to, like, if you think about, like, there are so many opinions on social media about, like, what people should be, how they should act. And in a way, what I did was made hu- social media humane because the pictures I posted, we didn't actually have any relevance to Instagram. They didn't show how great my life was. Sometimes they were just, sometimes they were sad pictures. If you read the caption, they weren't, like, great captions. They weren't enthusiastic. And the blogs were very um, honest, never tried to fabricate how I felt about things. Um, maybe towards the end of the blogs where I was moving house, there was a bit more of a, a bit more emotion that I didn't really want to put out because um, it was just something that was happening. And also there was some uncertainty about the move as well. So I didn't really want to put that on public. Pub- I didn't want to be made accountable for something I didn't know was going to happen. Um so things around uncertainty, but I think there's a way we can all make social media humane, and that is portraying, not through just a picture, but people read the caption, a life that isn't so luxurious, isn't so happy-go-lucky, um, and I try to do that as much as possible with the captions. It's hard to post a picture that's sad, unless you are a portrait photographer and you take pictures like that, unless you take a picture of a dark sky... Um, things like that um, it's hard to make a picture look sad so um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty easy for a professional photographer to make a picture look sad but for someone like me it's very difficult so I, I rely on the caption to make it as clear as possible that like you know things aren't good or things are great or whatever um, but I think people worry too much about what other people think of them. And, and and it's a cyclical thing. So if if you if I worry, if I worry what person X says about me, but person X might not actually be saying anything about me. Just in the same way that person Y might be thinking about what I'm thinking about them, but I'm worrying about person X. So in actuality, no one's actually saying anything about anyone. Um, and they might be, you know, and this comes into this idea of psychosis thing, people saying things behind your back and developing paranoia around those sorts of situations. And I think at the end of the day, if someone has an opinion of you that you're not a great person or whatever, that's their problem because they're wasting their energy figuring out who you are rather rather than figuring out who they are. And the amount of times that I've done it and like friends have done it and like people I know have done it, like where they spend more time on the person that they think is uh, criminalizing or defacing the reputation of and less time on themselves, the more they actually become that 
opinion that they think they are being uh, is being spread about them. So, um, around the time, around like kind of like a third of the way through the blog, I kind of realized that like you know, anyone's opinion um, of me doesn't really matter, and if I want to do what I want to do, then I that's something I have to take into my own hands, and no one else can kind of do that for me. Um, and also on the topic of opinion, I think that like. I think an opinion's valid as long as it adds value to your origi- original thinking. If it doesn't add any value, just discard it. Because at the end of the day, like if, like going back to the choices podcast, when I talked about like not showing what I want to do and not having a kind of a clear, clearer path as I would like, um, you know, there's an opinion that being an entrepreneur is a bad thing. There's an opinion that um doing a master's out straight after university shows that you just want to be a student and elongate the process and you know not get into the real world um but that's all people's opinions that's all founded opinions that's all you know um and i think if you want to change opinion you've just got to do what you've got to do and at the end of the day if any question anyone questions what you do at any point you've got to realize that that's their problem and not yours so I think the point of this is that opinions are great. Opinions help businesses move forward. Opinions create ideas, new concepts, creative ways to solve problems. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's someone's just here, someone's just saying something that you doesn't quite float your boat, then you do one of two things: you either discard it or you debate it. You don't argue it, you debate it. If someone doesn't agree with you, you can always talk to someone about it. As long as that person's recognising that you're actually willing to have an active dialogue in something. A good example about all of this is politics. No one ever in the history of ever can can have a civil debate about politics. About left and the right. Or Labour and the Conservatives. Um, or the Democrats and the Republicans. Um, no one can. And the reason no one can is because it's an emotionally charged phenomena. Politics, the rule of law is logic, politics is emotional. And that's why pe- people think with their emotions, not with their, their brains when it comes to politics. That's why we get policies that are skewed towards a certain class because they're made by a certain class or skewed to a certain race because they're made by a certain race or skewed to a certain geographical area because they were made in that geographical area. Um, And I think, like, if everyone has an opinion... And there's also some people that don't have opinions, which drives me insane. Because um, I'm like, how can you not have an opinion? How does that make sense? If you're not engaged in a topic, that's fine. But if you're engaged and don't have an opinion, oh, what's the point? What's the point in being engaged? You know? So, I think opinions are fine. As long as you're aware of other people have theirs, they might differ from you. If you want to talk about those, those can happen in a civil debate. Um, and just briefly on that, like when someone's mind is made up, it's very difficult to change it. 
So if your life's goal is to change someone's mind um, and focus all your energy on that person, then you'll start to lose yourself. Um, Something I've done. A lot of these things I talk about, I've done. I think about them because some of my friends might be going through it or just generally having a think about something I've seen on the news, the lack of professionalism in politics and why that might be and looking at the root causes and I've come to the conclusions that politics is basically an emotional game and the rule of law is a logical game and when you mix emotion and logic together emotion always trumps logic yes emotion trumps logic the reason is because emotion is passionate and logic is not logic is logic just makes sense passion is emotion is one is a emotion um and usually where you get emotional policy is where you get more unequal policy because it's driven through the heart and not the brain um but that's like i said that's just my opinion um but that's it yeah that's it for episode 4 just wanted to talk about emotion um opinion logic um, not caring about other people's opinions of you and living a life that's worth living. So that was episode four, Opinion. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see... Oh, sorry, episode five, Opinion. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.